0: Home Don't turn it up, please. It's your man, Ben Sherell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing well. Yeah. A woman that was stuck in a love triangle was hurt. She got hit in the head by her ex-fiance. The man was unhinged. Let me see what the details are looking like. The woman at the center of a Brooklyn love triangle died Thursday afternoon after her jealous ex-lover shot her in the head during a confrontation in which the gunman also wounded his romantic rival. Police stated Jasmine Figueroa, 38 years old died at Kings County Hospital at 5.30 p.m. almost 14 hours after the pre-dawn shooting on Green Avenue near Marcus Garvey Boulevard and Beth's Bedford Stuyvesant, right? The shooter, a 50-year-old man described by a relative as the father of Figaro's four daughters, killed himself with a gunshot to the head. He killed himself with a gunshot to the head on the stoop of his own home. It was his birthday. Whew. Wow. Moments before... He, mortali- he mortally wounded figaro and a 44 year old man who is recovering at kings county from wounds to his abdomen and leg it was a love triangle and it got the best of him said relative nephew timmer walker a 35 year old they were childhood friends and then they fell for the same woman she was going back and forth from one to the other. A neighbor who was uh, rousted out of bed by the arguing, you know, she was distracted and whatever, said that she saw the whole tragedy unfold as the victims were getting into a black SUV. I woke up hearing her screams and two gunshots, said the 27 year old woman who asked not to be named. A tall man was arguing with a younger woman. The witness said the gunman shot the younger man in his GMC Yukon, with Figaro then trying to bargain for her life as he demanded the keys to the vehicle. She began screaming again. She was trying to reason with him, the witness stated. She said, you already got him. He was very cold, he said. I don't care give me the keys. He took two steps back and he shot her. He shot her once in the leg and then he shot her again. Witness added, she doubled over and grabbed her thigh. She went down. She said that uh she said that there was a pause in the shooting and she thought that the violence had stopped i thought it was over then he shot her in the head he was unmoved it was callius the witness stated he walked away he wasn't running away he walked across the street and that's when he took his own life walker a tow truck driver said that his uncle was a construction worker who was considered a big brother to many men on the block. He worked for me. He was very dependable, very trustworthy. The nephew stated, I just wish that I could have, I could have been there for him in these darkest times. What my uncle did was definitely wrong, but his situation speaks for itself. I hope people learn from it. I know I will. The gunman shares four daughters with the woman he shot. Walker stated, he loved them very much. He was a good father, according to the nephew. We are broken. This is the first suicide in our family. This is crazy. He couldn't take the pressure, you know. Many a times I, I do stories It's similar to this, many times, uh, and it always end up deadly. I already told you stories about a guy uh, that I played basketball. He played basketball, and he had a high school sweetheart, but things didn't look so good in their senior year. Uh, She obviously left him, and I'm not going to say his name, but it looks like he couldn't take the pressure, and he went on after her. And kill her, similar to this story. Similarities, but this is a different scenario. This is a triangle, a love triangle. Uh, she was going back and forth. Jasmine Figueroa, 38-year-old, died at a Kings County Hospital at 5.30 p.m., almost 14 hours after the pre-dawn shooting on Green Avenue near Marcus Garvey Boulevard in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Beth, I would just say Bed-Stuyvesant. That's what I always say but Bedford Stuyvesant, I never even say it like that. I always just be like, Beth Stuyvesant and shit. But anyway, the shooter, a 50-year-old man described by a relative as the father of the of Figaro's four daughters, killed himself with a gunshot to the head on the stoop of his own home. All right? And it was his birthday. Moments before he mortally wounded Figaro and a 44-year-old man is recovering at the Kings County from wounds to his abdomen and leg? You know what I'm saying? I'm just reiterating everything so everybody could get the clear understanding. Transparency is my game. It was a love triangle, and it got the best of him, all right? Said the relative, a nephew named Timmer Walker, 35 years old, all right? That's the nephew. There were childhood friends. Uh, him and this guy and Mrs. Figueroa, they were childhood friends, and then they fell for the same woman, all right? So the guy that he shot was his friend. She was going back and forth from one to the other, a neighbor who was, you know, jumped out of her bed because she heard of the gunshots and the arguing. She heard the initial arguments, so... She saw the whole tragedy unfold as the victims were getting into a black SUV. And I woke up. She said she woke up, heard the screams and two gunshots, said the 27-year-old woman who asked not to be named. A tall man was arguing with a younger woman. The witness said the gunman shot the younger man in his GM, shot the woman in the GMC Yukon. See, there's always love turmoils just similar like this some are different some are just back and forth i didn't seen many in my days you know so people when you're in a relationship you gotta have some type of control of yourself men are very fragile oh like me i could say i was in a a, a situation but I was young, I was like probably 19, 20, 24 years old, the, the, the oldest, but I went through it. I didn't do anything dramatic about it. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but guys are fragile because of the ego, the more egotistic that you are, the more fragile you will become. You see what I'm saying? If that don't make no sense to you, you're gonna have to make sense of what I just said. The more ego that you have, the more testosterone, oh, I'm the man around here, I got the money, I'm a big dog, and all that shit, I got the gold chain, nigga, I don't give a fuck what nine niggas say, like, that type of dude. You just show off, got the money, big dog, ego, ego, thinking that you could fuck any girl in the world. The more ego you have, the more fragile you will become, because that one girl will break you. Alright? She will hurt your goddamn feelings. I hope somebody hear me before they do anything drastic. That one girl will crack your feelings and have you just crying like a little pussy cat. You understand me? So guys, bring your ego down, get your ass off of that hot horse, and come to reality. Come to grips to reality, alright? All right. Like I always said in every segment, that's similar to this segment right here when it comes to relationship and domestic violence. You know, have a conversation. If you can't have a conversation, you take your ass out of the premises or whatever the location that you and this um, woman is fighting in. You take your ass up out of there and you go get yourself some air. All right. Go talk to your homeboys to calm down your nerves. Go somewhere else. You don't need no gun. Don't look for no gun. You stay far, far away from a gun, all right? Please take these words in under, under consideration because, guys, I'm just looking out for you. I'm a man behind a microphone talking to you guys. I'm telling you, your ego makes you very fragile, all right? Women get hurt the same way, but men get hurt the same way, too. You know what I'm saying? Guys are taught not to cry and show their emotions, which I would say it's not a good thing. Uh, when there's a problem, you need to talk about it. You need to communicate. Don't fucking bolster your attitude thinking that everything is all right when it's not. So, with that being said, when you have a domestic dispute with your significant other, Make sure you have a communication, a line of communication open. Don't bottle anything inside. Make sure you tell your feelings to that girl. If she deflected back on you, you need to just, like, step away. All right? Ignore. Ignore is a very powerful tool. When you ignore a woman, she's going to be pissed. All right? Ignore it. Just ignore it. You don't have to go tip for tap. It's not going to help you none. Trust me. You don't have to go back and forth with her. It's not going to help you. Not one little bit. I promise you. You don't need to go back and forth. Ignore her, I promise you. It's going to piss her off. Just ignore her. She say something, don't respond. She text you, don't respond. Ignore her. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you into. If you play video games, go play some 2K. Go play some pool. You know what I'm saying? Go occupy your mind. Ignore her. And then she's gonna have that conversation with you where you could tell her how you feel and what's pissing you off, the things that she do that irritate you, you have those lines of communication and then you will come to a resolution, I promise you. All right, this advice right here, I know is probably not all the way accurate, but I'm pretty sure it's 99.9% accurate. I don't give a damn what anybody got to say. Nah, screw that. I know I'm right. All right? I made it this far. All right? So, let me see if I'm going to jump into another news. Let me see. I've seen something with Judge Mathis. Hold on for a second. Let me find the article. Aha! Judge Greg Mathis accused of pulling gun on an L.A. city's worker on on LA City's workers. He denies the claim though. Judge Greg Mathis got into it with some Los Angeles City employees, but there are drastically different stories from each side as to just how intense things escalated. Law enforcement sources tell us an employee from the L.A. Department of Water and Power made a report Tuesday accusing Mr. Mathis of threatening the workers with a gun after a heated confrontation. According to the employee, Judge Greg Mathis got pissed after they asked him to move his vehicle. Words were exchanged and things escalated to the point of Mr. Mathis allegedly flashing and pointing his gun at the workers. However, we spoke to Mr. Mathis who has a much different story. Judge Greg Mathis tell us the employees were actually blocking his vehicle in and he was unable to pull out of his driveway. Mr. Mathis says one of the employees got smart with him when he stood In the street saying if he didn't move He'll get run over by their work truck Mr. Mathis took that as a threat And tells us he informed He informed he had a weapon So he told him that he got a weapon When he was told that uh, They're going to run his ass over With his goddamn work truck Though he says he never showed the gun Let alone pointed it at anyone Eventually, both sides cooled off, and the L.A. D.W.P. employees continued on with their work further down the street. Clearly, the employees were upset by the interaction as they took the allegations to the cops. Real told that the LAPD took a brandishing report, and the case is officially under an investigation. All right, So they took the report, and it's under investigation. So it was an altercation between the city workers and Judge Greg Mattis, all right? And they both got different stories. So I don't know what's going to happen. So there's probably going to have some um, updates sooner or later. Law enforcement sources tell us an employee from the LA Department of Water and Power made a report to use accusing Mr. Mathis of threatening the workers with a gun after a heated confrontation, according to the employee. All right. Reiteration with the details. Mathis got pissed off after they asked him to move his vehicle. Words were exchanged. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucking bitch ass, nigga, all that shit. Nigga, 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 I'm gonna slap and shit like that type of stuff. Oh ugly ass nigga, fuck out of here bitch! You know you never talking shit. I could just imagine it in my head. Fuck out of here, man! Everybody, your wife left your old ass. You ain't got nobody, old bitch. Ass in your life. <laughs> I could just see it. And the man is from Detroit. I see it. Oh crackhead, looking at him, motherfucker. You better shut the fuck up before you I, you get dealt with. What nigga? What? I could just see it in my head. And things escalated to the point when Mathis allegedly flashing and pointing his gun at the workers. However, we spoke to Mr. Mathis, you know what I'm saying, who has a much different story. Mathis told us that the employees were actually blocking his vehicle in and he was unable to pull out of the driveway. Mathis said one of the employees got real smart with him when he stood in the street saying if he didn't move, he'll get run over by the work truck. Mathis took that as a threat, as a threat and tells us he informed them that he had a weapon. Though he says he never showed the gun, let alone pointed it at anyone. Just had to reiterate the story because you know I gotta have that transparency, I gotta let you people's know. So you could be like, oh, snap, okay, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Eventually, both sides cooled off, and the goddamn L.A. Department of Water and Power, whatever employees, continued on with their work further down the street. Clearly, the employees were upset by the interaction as they took the allegations to the police. We're told that the LAPD took a brandishing report, and the case is officially under investigation. God damn it, Judge Judge Greg Matthews, what the hell is going on? Tell me you ain't so. <laughs> Please, don't let me know that you done that to these goddamn water workers. All right, I don't know what happened though. See what I'm saying? But all I know is this: people can get annoying. And people could get agitated very easily, especially in the country of America. Oh, yes. I'm going to revert this right back to America because, you know, I get irritated too. All right. Sometimes I see somebody and my blood boil. God damn it, I'm pissed. But you have to learn how to reserve that anger. All right. You got to learn how to reserve that anger. Some people are irrational and you got to be the bigger man. All right. But we will find out more details later. I guess it will pop up. Anyway, you people, just remember what I say. Reserve your anger. Don't be quick to get mad. Once you get quick to get mad, that means you lost the fight. And that's the truth. Cool off. Be cool. All right? You only unleash the craziness once somebody touch you. Once somebody put their hands on you, you let the crazy loose. But when words are exchanged, you don't have to get crazy. You know, there's no need for you to act stupid, all right? They are just words, all right? Grow some thick skin or something. Don't let nobody's mouth get to you, all right? Just cool off. Be reserved. Reserve your Sparta. Oh, yes, I'm on that. Well, anyway, it's your man Ben for real. We're thinking out loud. I'll subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji B O X B E N J I. Same name that I use for the Instagram. If you want to follow me on that, and I'm very active on TikTok, which is underscore murder envy. That is underscore M U R D E R E N V as in Victor I I. I'm pretty sure you people heard that. All right. Box Benji for Rumble. Box Benji for Twitch. You can hit me up on any one of them. I have different content on all those platforms. There's no same type of content on all of the platforms. All of the platforms got different footages and different news. All right. I'm very creative when it comes to that. But anyway, I will be back with another segment. And more Sabachy news just for you. I will talk to you later. Peace. turn it up please. turn it up please. do to the both David